It's the Craggy Rugby Podcast. We're back after a one-week break, previewing the Cheetahs game. Yes, the informed team in Pro 14 Rugby from Bloemfontein arrive in Galway this weekend for a Saturday evening 5.15 kickoff. What a test for Connacht, who of course aren't in bad form themselves after taking 10 points from two games and winning against Treviso and of course away to the Dragons on their last outing. Yet the Cheetahs come in with those huge wins over Glasgow, Ulster and Munster. In the show this week, we've got so much for you to set the scene. From the Connick Press Conference, you're going to hear Jimmy Duffy from the coaching staff. And you're also going to hear from Nia Adiolokan and Dennis Buckley. Then, for a little bonus extra interview, Morgan Peck, our friend from OFM in Bloemfontein, is going to come on to give you all you need to know about this Cheetahs team that have been really making some headlines down in South Africa. He also has a little bit of an update too from the perspective of the World Cup and their hopes for the semi-final. That's all to come. William, Alan, Lindley in the post-press conference chat as well. And don't forget, full podcast this weekend and full coverage on Galway Bay FM of the game. But for now, let's get stuck into the podcast as we always do, beginning with the press conference. Um, we're not quite sure exactly out there where it's going to be like, but um, again, we're just going to focus on ourselves really, and like um, we'll back our defence now against anything to be fair. And um, obviously, we're not going to be kicking loosely to to the back trees or any other back players. We know how dangerous they are, but um, we're just going to do our job well, and we know that we're good enough to beat the cheaters. It's part of being confident in defence that it's it's really got to be almost attack defence you don't want to be just passively making tackles you've really got to put the squeeze on which is what happened to the Dragons they just ran into this wall and drove Connacht just kept driving them back all the time yeah, exactly um, you can't just be passive against like especially good attacking teams like the Cheetahs because um, if you give them time to, to do what they want um, then they cut teams to, like no matter how good your defence is they'll cut you to shreds so um it's, we look to put them under the pressure now and like put any player under pressure and then that's when mistakes are happening and that's what we're trying to do, especially we did it well against the Dragons and um, we just want to have the contact on our own terms and that's what we'll be looking to do again this um, on Saturday now, put them under pressure and get turnovers from the tackle and turn into attacks. I think sometimes when teams are really exciting and dangerous and can throw the ball around like that, they have other weaknesses up front but to be fair, I think Cheetahs have a pretty... Um, Pretty competent pack, and and, and 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 they can they can scrummage and they can maul and they can win win lineouts pretty well as well. So they're a really good team. But I think our focus is on ourselves. Um, like of course you can look at how well they've done, but you can look at how well we've done as well. I know we didn't win the Scarlets game, but we, we we've performed pretty well, especially the the Treviso game and 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 the way to to Dragons in Wales, which is always a tough game. Um, we've put in some really good performances. So our focus is on ourselves, and and that we implement our game plan on them, and and. We have absolute confidence that that'll, that'll be enough to get a good uh, victory this weekend. Yeah, it's tough. Look, Paddy's come in and he's been he's been exceptional. Um, but look, we've got uh, obviously Dennis, who's been here a long time, and, and another another exceptional um, loose head. And we've got Matthew Burke as well. So um, there's good good strength and depth, and that's what we were we were looking to do when we brought Paddy in is is to share the load a bit more. Um, so I think it's it's unfortunate for him. He was going pretty well, um, but look, he's he's uh, he's contributing off field now as well. So hopefully, he makes a, a speedy recovery. Cheetah's going to be an interesting challenge. They've had three bonus point wins at home. They've uh, beaten up three maybe under-strength sides that have gone down there. But how are you setting up for Saturday? And is there anything in particular you're expecting from them? Look, I think they've they've got a really nice blend of, of forward play and back play. Um, like ourselves, they like to play the ball. They, um, they want it on the pitch as much as possible. They have a strong set piece. Um, 
and they've got a, got a lot of gas in the back three in particular. Um, you know, so they're very very dangerous with ball in hand. So it's um, for us, the biggest thing is be accurate and effective with our possession, and then on the on the defensive side, be as strong as we've continued to be from the start of the season. So um, big challenge, but really looking forward to it. And uh, I think the lads are are really 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 up for this one. Thanks, Rob. I'm here with William Davis and Lindley McKenzie. Um, we had some interesting people up today. Niadi Loken was up for chat, as was Dennis Buckley and Jimmy Duffy. Yeah, uh, Dennis is up fairly regularly, and uh, I suppose he's uh, champing at the bit to get back because uh, three starts off the bench, not something he would be used to. Uh, but we're into 13 games in a row now. I think everybody's aware of it. They don't really want to talk a lot about it, but it's a vital part of this season they're going to know a lot about where they are when this run of games is over includes six Champions Cup and four Interprovincials so everybody was going to get a game everybody that's fit that is and um, Niadi Alokan I think he's champing at the bit a little bit as well he's putting the point across that he's fully fit he just hasn't been selected yet well, I suppose it's just as well with the with a few of the injuries out there we'll talk about them later Lenny, what what, did, what impression did you get from Jimmy? Is he really looking forward to this game? I think Jimmy looks forward to every game. You know, maybe uh, there's no trepidation there at all. They're, they're back at home. They're off the back of two very, very bonus, good bonus point wins. Um, and they always know that when the Cheetahs come to town, it's going to be a very exciting and very hard-fought match. But it's something that they relish. It's something that they train for. I don't think there's going to be any surprises when the Cheetahs come to town at all. They know what to expect. The only issues, of course, are is the growing, slightly growing injury list. But some of those players are coming back into play this week we hope so all in all you know much more obviously weather is always weather dependent but they have a game plan they're they're full of confidence at the moment particularly after those two wins this is a different challenge of course because this is probably a team which is a really good all-round team strong up front they and they know and we know how fast they can be so defense is also going to be an issue this week yeah the they have to the cheetahs have got to find a way to win away from bloemfontein and they're well aware of that. They, they, they talk about it all the time. In their first season, they did get to the playoffs. Uh, last season, at home, they were in and out. Away, they just don't get it done. And they've, uh, they, they've talked about having to change their game to suit the Northern Hemisphere. They can't just pass the ball around and expect that they're going to run the legs off people at altitude. So this is a three-match tour that they're coming on here. So they're starting in Connacht on Saturday night and this is probably a ground where you don't want to come expecting to be able to just pass the ball in perfect conditions you need a kicking game here and you need as well as the kicking game you need the chase game to follow it up there's no point just hoofing it down the pitch and hoping for the best which is what they have done in the past a bit but Ruan Pinar He's played in Ulster. He's played in all these grounds. He knows the conditions. He's played here in Gale Force Winds. He's played in whatever. And he seems to be bringing a degree of organisation and game match calling that they have been lacking. He's also the captain. Now, he can't play every game either, uh, but I'm, I kind of expect him to play here on Saturday evening. It's his first time back in Ireland since... Uh, he was controversially let go uh, at the behest of the IRFU by Ulster. He might just want to prove a point. He certainly didn't hold back on Ulster when they were in uh, South Africa. Exactly. We actually have some audio from South Africa that Morgan Peak, who we'll be talking to later, sent us with Ruin Pinar. Let's hear what he had to say. 
Ron, how dangerous can Connacht be this week? Yeah, it's a tough place to go to. It's uh, obviously weather-wise, it will be challenging. It's uh, we've had great conditions so far, so that's a. Uh, that's something that we'll get, have to get used to, but we've spoken a lot about it, and I think we can back our skill set and still try and play the, the brand that we need to play to you know to put teams under pressure. But with the new coaching staff coming in, we've put things in place to sort of help us to cope with that as best as possible. Um, and then Connacht is a, I mean, it's a really good team. They haven't lost a lot of players to World Cup duty, um, so they've got continuity in their selection, and they've started off well this season. So. Um, it will be a, a big challenge, um, but I think that's why we play. That's what a tour is for. It's you know you've got to challenge yourself against the best, and um, yeah, it's a tough one first up. But we're looking forward to getting over there and, and getting started. A couple of years ago, Rory read the missed the conditions incorrectly, and it was a narrow defeat. So that's also going to be vital is reading those conditions. Yeah, no, definitely. I think we've we've trained well this week. I think. Uh, all the coaches have put things in place for you know for whatever we may face. I think we'll be well balanced in our attack, when to kick and when to keep the ball in, in, in hand. And um, yeah, so I think like the coach said, everyone knows what's expected of them, um, what we need to do well on the field. So um, yeah, we'll as senior players on the field will read the conditions and, and see what what will be the best. And um, yeah, hopefully we can we can make the right decisions more often than not. But um, yeah, I think we're all looking forward to getting going. And um, you know, it's a young young group that likes touring, and I think the guys are looking forward to spending some time together. And it's important on a three week tour that you can try and start off well and, and set the tone for the rest of the of the tour. Around last season, there were a group of expats that started following the cheetahs all over Ireland and Wales, and they first they were first noticed in Galway. Can probably expect to see them again this weekend, and it will probably be nice to see Bloemfonteiners supporting you guys from Galway. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you know it's always uh, you know I think we've we've uh, built up a good reputation as a team that uh, plays a good brand of rugby. That uh, I think, especially over the last few months, and I think people um, you know appreciate that. And yeah, I'm sure that there'll be a few few people that follow us around, but. I think in general the support in the northern hemisphere is fantastic. I think people have got a great knowledge of the game. They support all the teams well, whether you're home team or away team, and um, you know they respect what you try and do on the field. So, so yeah, it's always exciting to uh, go and play there, and it's always nice to see some home supporters, um, you know, following the guys and, and supporting. Right. So let's. Um we're not going to call out the results from the last because it was too long ago and too much has happened. So we're just going to talk about what the fixtures are, what the table is, and what fixtures are coming up. Yeah, let's have a. We'll start with a quick look at these tables because they are interesting. Conference A, you've got the Cheetahs on top. Three win. Played, all teams have played three games. They've three wins. They've three bonus points. They've fifteen points. Leinster missing so many players at the World Cup. They are exactly the same. Three and zero. Three bonus points. And Ulster are in third they're only on 11 points they're four points behind the Cheetahs and Leinster they have picked up three bonus points as well because they managed to get two when they were being taken apart in Bloemfontein the Dragons have won one and lost two one bonus point five Glasgow the same Osprey's the same and then at the bottom Zebre no wins one bonus point Cheetahs top of the table Conference B, you have the Scarlets, three out of three, but only one bonus point. So they got 13. Connacht, two wins, one loss, 10 points. Munster, the same. Munster, two bonus points. Connacht, one. Edinburgh, 
two wins, one loss, nine points. Cardiff Blues, one win, two losses. They're on six points. And then in sixth, Benetton, no wins, three losses, with two bonus points giving them two. And right at the bottom, the Southern Kings, one bonus point after their three losses. Round four of the Pro 14 starts Friday 25th of October. All these kickoff times are Irish time. Munster versus Ospreys. Ulster versus Cardiff Blues. 7.35pm. On Saturday, five games down for decision. Benetton versus the Southern Kings. 3pm. Dragons versus Glasgow. 3pm. Connacht versus Cheetahs. 5.15pm. Zebra versus Leinster. 5.15pm. And the final game of this round, Edinburgh versus the Scarlets. at 7.35pm. Thank you, William. We'll take a quick break. Morgan, in Bloemfontein, it's great to have the opportunity to chat to you again. Uh, as always, it's always fantastic being able to chat to you, Blacks. A lot of rugby going on at the moment. We'll, we'll come to the World Cup in a while. We'll have to give it a little bit of an acknowledgement. We've kind of forgotten about it here in Ireland now. The World Cup is over. We've moved on very swiftly. Um... But Pro 14 action, the Cheetahs are absolutely flying. Three significant home wins uh, with bonus points. They, they're in good form coming up here, aren't they? Absolutely. And I think probably the most important thing from the Cheetahs' point of view is the three wins that you mentioned, Glasgow Warriors, Ulster and Munster, are the three teams that they've never managed to beat in their two previous seasons in the Pro 14. Get them home games first up this season. Um, powerhouses, all of them, when it comes to pro rugby or European rugby. And to actually get that monkey off the back, I think, is fantastic for the Cheetahs. It's something that, you know, they are downplaying it quite a bit in terms of saying this is a long competition. And I do agree. A lot can happen in the next 18-odd games. But uh, this is definitely the start you want. And they've never been in this position where they go to Europe with wins behind their name because in the two previous tournaments, it was up to Europe where first season it was Ulster, then Munster, and second season it was Munster. And I just can't exactly remember who that second game was, but every single season they've toured up, up until now. So I'm sure they boarded that flight, all the two flights to... Ireland this morning feeling quite confident that they can perhaps do something on this coming to firm. A new coach has taken over, Harvey Sferee. He sort of seems to have started almost this week. Franco Smith, who's heading to Italy uh, to start in the international team in January. So how did they how did they work that out this season? Was there a there was obviously a handover period. Harvest was meant to take over immediately after the Curry Cup. That was at the beginning of September. However, he had some health issues, which prevented him from starting his new job. And it took about three weeks for him to get the all clear from his uh, doctor. And then he, he came in very under the radar. Where this is why Franco took over that interim coach job for three games. Harvest came in just before the Ulster game, and he was in the background. He was observing what was happening, getting used to the team culture again. Because remember, Harvey's was an assistant coach and a Narko at the Cheetahs for seven years. So he was 
hovering around for those last two games before Franco left. But um, as we're discussing now, Franco actually lauded him for not being an, a nuisance or an interference during his two weeks that he was here. So he started last week, Monday. So he literally had a week to get his team sorted that he was going to take, take with him. And I think it helps a hell of a lot taking over a team that's really beaten three big teams or three teams that played in the semifinals last year, last season. So it's a team with confidence. Harvey's himself admitted that he hasn't had to, had to do much. There's one or two little things he's tweaked, uh, brought in one or two new training methods. And last week he told me that the worst and the dumbest thing they can do is to try and reinvent the wheel. He fully believes in, you know, don't change what doesn't need changing or fix what doesn't need fixing. So I think that's going to help. But this is really going to be a tough test for him. Connacht this week, Scarlet, and then Cardiff Blues over the next two weeks. So it's not the easiest of tours. Um, this can be a test of the team's character, what they've done throughout the Curry Cup, the Pro 14, and um, buying into the new coach, how do you think you're going to do against Wales on Sunday, as it as it is uh, Sunday morning our time, so a little bit later, a little, well, Sunday morning South African time as well. Do you see that is that seen in South Africa as a bit of a slam dunk, or is it going to be a hard hard semi final? I think it's going to be a hard semi final. Um, it's difficult to call, but I do feel that the box will take this one. Um, We've lost our last four tests to Wales. Last time we beat them was in the quarterfinals of the World Cup at Twickenham in England in 2015. So Rossi has lost his, his first two games against Wales. So it's going to be a tough one. I think the French, in my opinion, bullied the Welsh a little bit on Sunday. Um, I think they'll feel that, whereas I feel... The box went into that test against Japan with nearly 12 days or 10 days of not playing rugby. The bodies had recuperated. And in that first half, although the scoreline read 5-3, they bullied Japan in the first half. That's why Japan was nowhere in that second half. So I think the box are going to be better prepared. My big question is, has Wales really been tested enough at this World Cup? Because France certainly didn't look that good going into the quarterfinal. They looked good in the quarterfinal, and they've only got themselves to blame for playing that quarterfinal. Um, as one of my colleagues pointed out, that was the Frenchest red card ever given. But I think the box are going to edge wells in it. That's good stuff there, as always, from, from Morgan Peak in South Africa. If you want to hear the whole interview, because that was just the highlights, if you want to hear the whole interview, you go to uh, patreon.com slash craggyrugby, and we'll have the whole interview posted up there if you want to hear the rest of it. Okay, so we come to the end of the podcast. Are we going to win at the weekend? Um, I hope so. I think this is this is an interesting challenge. Um, they've they've played well in the last two games. I suspect Connacht didn't want the break. I think the break, this little two week break, came at the wrong time for them. As long as they come out here and and they're accurate, I I think they'll have enough. Um, but they're going to have to be very careful just how they exit. Because if you give these boys space and ball, they they will go at you. We've seen that before. And Pienaar is going to be a key man for them. I think so. He's one of the best rugby players I've ever seen play the game in any position is, is Pienaar. And they also have um, 
a little pocket rocket in Rhino Smith, who's top try scorer in the league, is, as well as Pienaar being top point scorer. It's going to be difficult, isn't he? Yeah, look, Ruin Pienaar, you know, he's a lead, born leader, really, isn't he? And, he, and he'll, he will direct operations there for them. But look, you know, Connett, I understand what William's saying about the break in the momentum that, that, that Connett had, but also I suppose there were a few players who needed a rest. There's also now coming into this 13-week 13 13-week, 13 um sequence that some of those players who didn't get an opportunity in those in those first round of games have got something to prove and and knee Eddie Loken obviously is one of them and he was obviously up talking with us today so he's obviously going to be somewhere or thereabouts either starting or on the bench and one would expect players like him to really want to you know to make their mark so that and he and he confessed that he hadn't been performing as well as he should have been in training session but notably he got his best personal best this week in training over over the open speed so he obviously things are looking up there Connaught are at home Connaught have the home crowd behind them and and I always keep referring to this if you if you're going to be at the top end you know of in in the in the playoffs then these home matches you need to win I think it might be just one match too early. I'm hoping for the cheaters mm. on their first on their first match over here in their sequence of away matches, and as well, weather will obviously play a part defensively. It's going to be critical. I'd be very interested to see how the Connaught Pack stack up against this big pack because the Connaught Pack has been playing exceptionally well all season, and I would hope that it would be. I would expect it to be a home win. As would I. Okay. I think we'll leave it there. Loose, cut it loose. Break out or nothing changes. Sad and confused. Don't wait until.